0: This podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hey everybody! Hi Dan. Hello everyone. <laughs> <I was laughs> messing around with Elf then. Hello 57. Elf. Uh, hello Elf's here. He's um looking for cats. Welcome <laughs> to episode fifty-seven of the Guitar Stories podcast. I'm super excited today, Dan. Ask me why. Why? It's nearly Christmas.
1: Oh! Did you open it's your uh, uh, advent calendar
0: today? I did. Um, what was in there? I say I did. My kids did. All right. It's so, the it's the other snow. I, we have a Lego Star Wars calendar, advert calendar. Dan gave me one. Dan has one for himself. And um, thank you for that, by the way. On the air. You're yeah, welcome. That's an on the air. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. It was a, a snow shooting thing because it's a snow All right. scene. All right. Second one, guess. Like st- I don't know what the word for it is. <laughs> Honestly, my kids are so wound up that um, I'm, I'm I'm using this to be excited about Christmas because at the moment Christmas in my house is a bit of a touchy subject because the kids are so wound up. <laughs> They're like, ah, <laughs> full on Christmas mode. <laughs> they so, don't know really uh, what question. it is, but it's it's coming. It's coming.
1: Wh- when are we, when are you setting up the Christmas tree?
0: We do it Austrian style, so um, in case any kids are listening right now, close your ears. Why you'd be listening <laughs> to this, I do not know, but um, um, the Christkind sets up the Christmas tree on the evening oh, of the twenty fourth. Right. Um, yeah. Well, so you go, open go, the, the presents go Google on Google that 50...
1: So you you open presents on twenty fifth then?
0: No, twenty fourth.
1: All right. Okay.
0: So the Christkind so delivers do... the Christmas tree. And decorates the it with okay. with mummy. And then the kids go out with Omar whilst everybody decorates the tree and puts the presents under the tree. God, I hope no kids are listen to this. Anyway, if you were, um, that's just in Austria. Everybody else, uh, Father Christmas delivers the presents. So that's that's fine. Um, Dan, I want to bring the attention of the podcast to something very special. And that is an eBay auction that I have going on at the moment it is rolling right right now. Um, So let's let's give the people some news. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Sorry. Oh, I need to refresh the page. Um, eBay auction on a guitar geek Christmas tree hanger made by SJ, uh, SJ art and um, wife of Fergie, Brian. Uh, It's I'm going to refresh the page to see how much it's on. 60 English British pounds, I should say. 60 British pounds. This is one of uh, two that are available. Henning bought one, um, and then there's this one on eBay, and there'll be another one up for grabs, possibly. Probably shouldn't have said that, so people bid more money. This is the only one available, uh, but you're listening to this in the future. If you're listening to this in the future or watching this in the future, there's another one, okay? But if you're watching and listening now live, then there's only this one. So go go and bid on this one. <laughs> um, when that has gone, which we have 12 minutes because the live live show today, um, this week, something special, 12 minutes and 50 something seconds. Well, it's less than that. Now, of course, I'm not going to count them down. That'd be silly. But um, we're on 60 quid, uh, which is 70 euros, which is brilliant. But we can do more. I wonder who's at sixty pounds. Is that why you why you got upset? Did you get bid? Because I think Dan had a bid in. Yeah, I did. Well,
1: I, I, at least I tried to get a high bid, but no chance. So, come on, guys, that, do it. That Ibanez do money. <laughs> Ibanez money. Yeah. So we're episode 57, uh, fifty-seven. So we already surpassed that amount of of money. So fifty-seven pounds was. Uh, oh, that would have like been good, the mate. minimum, like the reserve.
0: Oh, I like that um valeria wants to know if it comes with a hoodie <laughs> no but there's the update to the story
1: actually valeria told me she has a uh, post box in i think in miami so she gave me the rest and i'm trying to figure out how to get the hoodie there
0: so valeria has a post box in Miami ha- get you valeria I, want a I don't know
1: in how, do, how does she think? You know, she she travels to to Olas uh, she, uh, to Olas music camp and has a post box in uh, Miami, and she's playing tennis with Babolat records, which is also my preferred brand. This woman is full of wonders and uh, good stuff. It's just yeah,
0: kind of want to be a girl this
2: week. Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe maybe we've d- got to do an episode with Valeria and Amanda.
0: I'd love that. But only when she Moderate gets a hoodie feature. Yeah, only oh, when yeah, the hoodie, the hoodie? Is, is available. Let's say hello yeah. to Ra, to Alan M guitar corner in the chat to Sarang, of course to Christopher Lewis to Valeria to Rex FX to Elf to fret Look. hi Raphael to Yan to Ian Johnston to Michael Lerner, and Fergie in France Andy volume low. I like that—the least amount of words possible <laughs> to give Andy volume low. Wall. Vol. You could you could have posted vol. Andy volume Andy volume too high. <laughs> um,
2: I really yeah, want to. Artie Smudge in Miami. is, is there as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Artie Smudge, hello, Artie Smudge. Hope you're doing well with your Bluetooth speaker thing that you were, we were talking about earlier before the show. Okay, yeah. um, we'll we'll catch up on that in a few minutes. The eBay stuff. Um, the mm-hmm. way I'm going to do that. Is by asking Siri to count down eight minutes. Hey Siri, count down eight minutes.
2: Eight minutes, counting down.
0: Cheers, love. Right, Um, let's go to some gear. I think. I think. I think. I feel like I should do my pick of the week first. Dan, what do you think?
1: All right. If we just skip the news, then we do the pick of the week.
0: Oh yeah. Um, Probably should do the news first. So I'm so excited. As I mentioned earlier, I'm excited. Um, Apparently, there's some news. Um, Something about, oh, I don't know, this bloke. What's that bloke doing? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, that's Dave Mustaine. And Megadeth, they have released a cryptocurrency. It's called, I think it's called the dollar mega. Like the dollar sign, then mega. And mm-hmm. how cool would it have been if they've turned it around and it would be the mega dollar.
0: Right? Why didn't they do that? I, like I don't mega know. Although oh, it sounds like something from Idiocracy, like, you know in the future well <laughs> yeah. it actually dollar. sounds
1: something that that Trump could come up with so uh we have the dollar but now we have the mega dollar it's better <laughs> but i don't want to go into politics uh no, let's just, not please. Let's, just, let's just like uh say chapeau to mega for being so business savvy and kind of jumping on the cryptocurrency and uh nft uh, train i think they have already released a couple a couple of weeks a couple of months ago some sort of nft so kind of you know non fundable token some sort of artsy kind of thing that you could uh, that you could purchase i think they got like 16 grand for that it was like an insane amount i i, I don't uh, recall yeah but seeing a but seeing a, a band actually launch a cryptocurrency and uh, offer some sort of like tier so if if you're part of their uh Realm of people that buy that cryptocurrency you get access to exclusives and premiums and you know blah blah mm. lot of stuff.
0: And so, is it so Dave Mustaine can buy more picks for his pick stand because he's only got very like, likely like, yeah yeah there. yeah
1: yeah. And the Cyber Armory is kind of funding their own band. It's it's pretty cool. So yeah, we we'll never know. Maybe that's the next big hype. If Elon, maybe maybe Dave needs to text Elon Musk to kind of post yeah. something on Twitter. Do it, Dave. Yeah, the mega dollar. The mega dollar. Yeah. So, is that something you are like uh, you have ever considered investing in? So something fraudulent. I do
0: not pretend and to understand. Y- I, okay. I I don't understand it. Um, uh, it's like um, many things in life. I, I know a dangerously small amount that makes me think I know more than I do. So, uh <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave it well alone. However, I, I I hope at some point to have enough funds with which to invest. And if I were to invest in something, it would be uh, the dollar mega, I believe. Really? Uh, I don't know. I probably... Just a little rather... bit. I mean, what's the cheapest one? How much have I got to put in? What are we talking? 10 euros? Uh, I, don't,
1: I don't know. Yeah, you can probably buy something for that. I'll yeah. take
0: 10 euros worth of dollar mega, please. <laughs> <Chit-ting>. <laughs> I haven't got a ta ching noise. I have got this, though. Winner. Winner. It really whips the llama's ass.
1: That's a classic. Yeah, we should do that I'm on gonna, a on a weekly basis.
0: I, I I'm actually thinking about deleting it so that I don't press it every five seconds. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get rid of it. It's gone. Okay, just so just so I don't press it because the temptation bye bye, is llama. Too much. I'm too excited. Bye Sorry, bye. guys. Bye bye, Llama. Um, yeah. So that was that part of the news. We've got another bit of news, Dan. I believe. Right. Um This made me giggle a lot. <laughs> Raw. Yeah. And the Franken Strat. Artwork story. All right, Dan. Can, can you outline a little bit what, what this was all about? Because I just like super briefly, you
1: know, read through it. Yeah.
2: Um, so, uh... I,
0: again, it's going to be brief for me as well because I, you know, I, I I found it so funny that I couldn't possibly go into detail. Anyway, Dave Lee Roth from Van Halen said that he it was his idea of the the very famous infamous artwork with the stripes on the frankenstrat on frankie and he suggested <coughs> and he brought tapes rolls of tape and stuff to uh eddie van halen and said stick that on there so that your guitar looks less like Jimi hendrix's guitar
1: <laughs> i actually that, what do you think of that that's, that's a bold statement i think like the the quintessential finding of the the article is that that some sort of that type that he claims to have provided to Van Halen wasn't even invented before the late 80s, isn't it?
0: Right? Yeah, uh, there was actually, uh, I'm taking a quote. Um, Yeah, Van Halen's Frankenstein guitar did not appear until February 1997. Um, (laughs) Okay. There's no way he could have used Yeah, it's, I don't it's just so weird. Like, I I can't find the bit that, that I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm looking for it desperately because I, I I wasn't aware that um, I'd have to talk about it. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: <laughs> no, no worries, it's all good. I think like the 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 main point was basically that that Ruff wanted to pitch his paintings because he's also a, a hobby correct. painter, and correct. that was pretty much in the likes of all the the pinstripes and all that stuff. So he probably you know came up with with stuff like that.
0: I think someone or a group of people pointed out that it looked a lot like the Frankenstrat and he said, Well yeah, yeah. that's because it's my work. And then he went yeah, off on yeah. one. He actually said he probably my didn't. work. That that's a quote. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. It's just weird that he waited until now to claim that, you know, now yeah, that yeah. now that there's no possible Eddie. way that Eddie could put his um his part <laughs> on that. Yeah I
1: wonder what I wonder what would say to that because uh, I'm pretty sure he got told a I lot of know. stories from from his dad. By the way He's been nominated for the Grammy. Congrats to Wolf!
0: Great music. Wow, I've, I've,
1: I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, absolutely, absolutely good music. Oh, that's good. More guitar and Grammys, please.
1: Also, Mark Lagerry, one of our guests, has been nominated for the Grammy. Is Barry all of our guests? Should have Grammys. Berry all tournament. of them. <laughs> so, so, does it mean is that like a, a consequence when you're guests at the podcast you ultimately will yes.
0: win a Grammy? Yes. Uh oh, wow. Henning's having one next year, I believe. Uh Nicole okay. Millick deserves a couple. Yeah, yeah.
1: For yeah for you mean Henning for his work with Sebastian Bach?
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> no. I had it. Is that, Henning no. in the chat? Is his Henning, Henning doesn't seem to be here. Um, no, but anyway, I, I don't want to talk about David Lee Roth anymore. Um Yeah, all good. because good. there's fifty seven seconds left on the on the auction, so Ooh, Let's okay. just mention I'll our guest very quickly tonight because I don't want to go to the, the picks of the week before the auction ends. Our guest tonight is Mr. Joe Fenton. And yes. um, he's an artist. Uh, Dan, you know more about Joe than I do, but I know that he's painted some guitars for PRS and Mark Tremonti. Yeah.
1: yeah, he did a one-off for Tremonti a couple of years ago and uh, just recently finished 20 pieces of art for a 20th anniversary collection. Yeah, and Joe is a UK uh, like a British guy who's now residing in LA, and he's a renowned surrealistic artist. And uh, yeah, it's it's super cool to have him on the show to kind of discuss how everything came about, and you know what his art is, and you know just get his perspective. Because a lot of, especially about this new um, production run of guitars, a lot has been told from the PRS perspective, and also from Tremonti's perspective. But to actually talk to the artist that uh, you know painted those 20 guitars, that would be pretty interesting. And Siri says, let's go to the auction.
0: Yeah, so I'm really excited to speak to Joe because I I don't speak to artists very often. Um, uh, And I also can't even hold a pen. So it's exciting for me to (laughs) to talk to someone who can actually do something. Right. Hang on. All right. Where's the where's the auction? There it is. Right clicking buttons, no technical issues yet. We're still on sixty pounds. People are waiting. It's one one minute and ten seconds left on the auction. So let's go to the chat. Um, who is in the chat that I think has a lot of money? Well, Valeria's got a, a mailbox in Miami, so she's probably rolling in cash. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, lurking. No, no one's in there. I mean, I'm happy with sixty pounds. It would just be a, a shame for me and Dan to be live right now. And for it just to stay on 60. Wouldn't mm. that be a shame everybody. Forty-one, 62! sixty-two, sixty-two 62 62 pounds. It's gone up to 62 pounds. Hang on. Uh... Oh, That only lasts a couple of seconds. I have to press that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> the suspense imagine if someone's driving if you're driving it's it, calm down okay if you're driving listening to this be careful be careful yeah, don't
1: don't bid if you're driving
0: 10 seconds six seconds
1: the final bit? Sixty two? The
0: final bit is sixty two pounds. That is a good go. amount of money raised for the sans charity. From the heart of my bottom and the bottom of my heart, thank you very, very much <laughs> for for um for doing that. I will get that into the post to our winner who is um I don't know if I want to show that on the screen. I'll I'll hang on, I'll put us put it back to there. We'll have a bit more Dave Lee Ross <laughs> for a second. I'll just see who won that. <laughs> uh someone from the oh, chat it, it's an username that begins with s so s- I, s- 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 huh. I, I don't know who that could be I, i'm i don't know but the point is thank you very very much um and i will announce in a moment how to get the final guitar geek tree hanger in fact that oh. moment is right now all right This is suggested by sj um 62 pounds is quite a lot of money i believe and there is a way to get one for one pound or one euro i'm sure you'd like to know how i'm going to set up a just giving page where you can donate any amount of money you want and then we raffle off one of the people that have donated so if you bid a euro or five euros or ten euros you get a certain amount of tickets. So 10 euros would get you 10 entries into the raffle. One euro would get you one entry. And so on and so on. So um, with your permission, Dan, I'd like to do that raffle next week on the show. Yeah, please, please. So that means if uh, if you spend more money, you
1: increase your chances of uh, winning the frontamant. Correct. Correct. From a statistical standpoint, even with just like what's the minimum bit like one pound?
0: I'm not sure which currency it will be and it might be in pounds or euros. Or euros. But let's let's say okay. one, uh, $1 mega. One, um, me- <laughs> one mega dollar. Okay. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> the exchange rate is. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So thank you guys. Great. It means a lot to me that you, you did that. And um, I'm excited to send that off to whoever it was. If you're in the chat right now, let me know. Um, mm. And Stephen, oh, I'm sorry, it is not real hair on the eBay auction. Sj did an amazing job of sourcing some kind of fiber that matches the stuff that grows out of my head. <laughs> even my little the little tiny gray hair. Yeah, the, even the little tiny gray ones. She, she, the ratio is pretty yeah. much spot on. Right, yeah. pick of the week.
2: Yeah. Andy's pick, pick of the week. week. Dan oh. and I
0: almost had a fight this week over the Picks of the Week because apparently I picked all the stuff that he was going to pick. And I was aware of this, which is why I did it extra early <laughs> and got in there <laughs> sneaky early. <laughs> Normally, I'm super late doing the Picks of the Week this week. I thought, I've got to get those in. Which brings <laughs> us to our first pick. Um, Justin Hawkins of The Darkness, uh, one of my favorite oh. musicians in the world. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, he has changed. He's changed amp supply. He's got a new amp and it's uh there's the darkness there if you're watching this on the on the video version which i recommend you do he's gone with laney dan and he has the jh 3000
1: super <sighs> duper cool actually what i like is he's using 4x12s so uh mm-hmm. like he's sticking to the old uh rock and roll you know what is it like how you call it like it's it's like the, the basic setup right that's like what everyone was playing back in the day either marshall 4 yeah. x twelve, laney 4x12s or boogies and that's pretty sweet and uh i think it's it's based on the iron heart so uh a super yes. intense 120 watts amplifier uh i like the the art so if you're listening on the podcast i highly recommend you to check out the the instagram on of laney or justin because it's a super cool front panel which has uh, a little bit of a stylistic, uh, stylized Justin uh, from the side, who's holding up his Les Paul, and can big letters, you can you so... see his package?
0: Can you see his, his his little Justin? Like, is there an extra no. space? But like, extra... a big. There's an extra like little dot where it seems to poke <laughs> out where, where little Justin would um would be, or his <laughs> his, his darkness. <laughs> you really think that was done on purpose i don't know that's what i'm saying no, that that's funny. just that's what i'm seeing let me know in the chat if i'm just making things up i i don't love him that much but i don't know maybe i do maybe I need to have a think about that one but it is based uh, yeah. on the iron heart it is however not available to mere mortals like us which is uh, well which is it, that I'm it actually
1: is but it's built to order, so if you if you want oh. to have one of these amps, you gotta inquire uh, at the Laney website and uh, ask for details, and then they will build a certain amount. I don't know what the price tag currently is. I uh, sent Laney a a message and asked, but I didn't get a response so far. I was pretty late, to be honest. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it's built to order, so uh, the mere models can still purchase it. I just think it will be a little I have bit no idea on the pricier side,
0: yeah. Well, it's a three channel amp, uh, ECC 83s and a pair of 6L6s. You've got three channels, clean rhythm and lead. FX loop, digital reverb, and a dynamics control. He doesn't use pedals, which surprises me. Um, But then again, with his stage, so with the radio unit and being carried around on his roadie shoulders, don't know if he still does that, but when he did that, when I saw him, how are you going (laughs) to press pedals when you're being paraded around the room on the shoulders of a very large man? You can't. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. So we we mentioned we, need- we might get him on the show. It it might it might actually happen. It might actually happen. Did you make there.
1: any any progress with that regard?
0: Yes, I wrote a little letter and put it under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just say let's just say yes. It 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 went further oh. in a positive way. Questions Very were asked. I mean, um, cool. Answers were given. That sounds like I, a hope, so, I hope so, man. Hope so. Yeah, Good I mean, point. he's he, he was the reason I found out about things like the the power break from Marshall when he was using Marshall amps before he went to, to Mesa's. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from, from him. And, and really, I, I, I'm not sure if I would still be into guitar if the darkness hadn't... I think I might have not gone off it, but I think it might have gone out of my life and the darkness brought it back in. I don't know. What would have happened that the darkness in my life? I don't know. But it's just
1: a very nice image to... Think about that—the darkness brought light in your life. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. And permission to land is such a great album. That's one of mm. the like top ten albums of my life. Like, can't, can't believe. Uh, I believe the thing called love is just like one of those hymns. It's just you know, it's a great song. It's a great album. And, yeah. So we need him. We need him on the show. We got to do we need him.
0: Think good thoughts, everybody. Think and and at him on Instagram or something like that. Or go to his new YouTube channel and, and say, Have you heard of the Guitar Stories Podcast? It's amazing. You should be on it. Mm. Right, yeah, that, my that second pick amazing. of the week is this onto another guitar player, Tom Morello, another kind of hero of mine. Um, the Power Fifty from MXR, which is Tom Morello's Tone in a Pedal. I think it looks amazing. It looks mm-hmm. amazing. Um so <laughs> Uh, tom morello this is a, a jcm 800 2205 head and a pv4 by 12 cab um it's got an effects loop in it apparently yeah so i couldn't see it was behind yep. my camera um yep, yep. yeah so you can do all the stuff that tom morello does with post distortion he's someone there's a quote here it doesn't say who the quotes from but it says if you want to have the sound that has been on those records you don't need to find an amp and speaker cabinet from 1988 you can get that sound with the Power Fifty Overdrive, no matter what your setup is. Doesn't say who that quote's from. Just put it in quotation mm-hmm. marks. And it listing it's listing for one hundred and eighty nine dollars, So one hundred ninety dollars. Let's say just under two hundred bucks, regardless of where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to say this about four dollar megas, mega dollars, dollar mega.
1: <laughs> so did we did we just switch from Jeffs to mega
0: dollars? It's under half a Jeff. I'm not. I'm not switching oh, really? from Jeff. I refuse. I refuse. Right. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> it's a strange politics kind of pedal, really, or a politics move from Rage Against the Machine. Who, I think, back in the day, had mm-hmm. someone said Rage Against the Machine, they're going to release like a Fender signature or Tom Morello, sorry, a Fender signature guitar or several, and a pedal. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if if back in the day Tom Morello would have agreed with present Tom Morello for doing that. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's yeah, a bad absolutely. idea.
0: I just, it's a weird move. You mean like that he's now kind of
1: being the business Tom and no longer the renegade?
0: Yeah. And he's he did the masterclass as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. I, I like the sound. I want to be able to play it. But um, it's just, I wonder what Back in the day, Tom would say.
1: Mm. I mean, he played with Bruce Springsteen, so he probably went through some sort of transition as a musician too. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you know, there's a big fan base, and they are requesting his tone, and they want to play his instrument. So, yeah, yeah. And wasn't wasn't he one of the 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 guys who was putting pedals in the effects loop, like uh, tube screamers and stuff like that? I think he's he's also one of those guys who you know kind of bypassed.
0: He had a uh, very basic pedal board. uh, Yeah. I saw it was on show somewhere. I saw it, and I remember I had a Dod uh, EQ pedal, and Mm. I was hovering over the EQ pedal on eBay for ages, over the over the Buy It Now. What what are you doing, idiot? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) All right.
0: Sarang says that his Rage Against the Machine beliefs are mostly an aesthetic now. Maybe could be. Mm. I mean, people have the 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 space to grow, or they should be. I remember Dan. Uh, there was a time when I wasn't a tree ornament uh, mm-hmm. there was a time when I, when I said I'm not ever going to be available as a tree ornament and then then now I am
1: yeah you played the London Eye there's played tree the ornaments with
0: your, with your face yeah.
1: on it what's next I mean
0: uh, I want to be in a kinder egg I is someone
1: in a kinder egg there's nobody in a I, kinder I... egg
0: yeah, but in again, kind of I want to be. Yeah, but in I could be a toy. I don't know where that came from. It just, you know it did. <laughs> it came in. We we have a guest in the green room, by the way. Um, he's not on screen yet, but he will be joining us on screen very soon. As soon as we've done our picks, I'm glad yep. the technology is working this week. Let's go awesome. on to my third and final pick of the week, which is this: a Supro amp. Um, Sweet. a very clean Supro amp. It's the Royale. It's a one by twelve combo. Apparently the first loud clean amp in the brand's product lineup, so it's a a, a wonderful pedal platform, according to all the people that reported this. Um, the Royal is a 12AT7, so it's a, a very clean preamp, uh, and 12DW7 for the effects loop and the reverb tank. It's got a, a Supro's own BD12 speaker in there. It's one thousand four hundred and ninety-nine dollars retail. All right. Seems a lot of money, but
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I think it looks cool. I like this. I like super amps, and (laughs) I'm into the looks this week. By the way, Mm yeah, I I I don't need another pedal pedal platform amp, but that looks cool. And at 50 watts, it should do the job it's designed to do. Mm -hmm. Three band EQ, level and dwell controls for the reverb. Sweet. I'd like to cool. see a review on that. I don't think I'll, I'll be getting that on the channel. Um, but I'd like to, but I'd certainly like to watch some videos of that to see some people put some fuzz through it. The dirtiest that Supra. Yeah.
1: What, what, what does, uh, what differentiates Supra from from other manufacturers? What's what's their USP in the market?
0: Personally, I see them as, uh, I mean, it's a brand that was bought to get a brand name, but it's it's kind of quirky. There's that the Led Zeppelin Jimmy Page thing that they lean into heavily. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think there was a time when I thought they were going to go huge. And it is. And, and this is just my opinion, but they kind of missed this this wave that was was growing. I thought it was going to get oh, yeah. super big. Um, yeah. Yeah. And when I was at Tolman, I was seeing them everywhere. And I was expecting this to, to really hit hard. And it never did. And then I was seeing them on sale. So mm. I don't know. Of, I really, really don't know. It's one
1: of those, it's one of the, those brands where, you, like I just said, where you thought they did kind of, you know, break through and kind of dominate everything, and then all of a sudden they just, you know, went went nowhere and, and you couldn't find them. Even. And then you see occasionally a couple of new products, but it's not super, you know, in the media and everything. It's it's maybe similar to Vic, Victory amps, Kraken and the or Kraken or how you call it, those kind of amps. They were all everywhere and now it's it's rather calm. I don't know. Is there is the reason the production issues and, and COVID, or is it just because, you know, people are gravitating more now towards campers and angles and maybe even Marshalls or Laneys? I don't really know. I have know. no idea. Cool. I mean,
0: victory is a is an Andertons thing. Um there's a there's a heavy link there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the distributor representative of Europe for for Supro and and Harmony guitars and and that that area. I don't know. I'd love to know if someone does know. Let us know. I'm, I'm intrigued. It's a, it's a brand that I'm I'm curious about. Uh, I, I feel as we said they they've, they, that looks like a TV. I've just noticed. Yeah. I know they did some <laughs> stuff. They did some stuff that was supposed to look like a TV, and now this does it actually is- look. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Dan, my, my, my home cinema thing arrived. It arrived like oh, wow. 20 minutes before we went live, which is why I was a little bit late. Um, All right. I, so you need to set so it up I,
2: tonight
1: or
0: tomorrow? I've set it up. I've watched Pepper Pig. It sounded fantastic. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
0: God. Uh, Joe, if you're listening, this is always like this, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> Peppa Big is not the <laughs> official sponsor. Okay, that's my third pick. It is time for Doctor Dan's pick of the week. Then we will get to our wonderful guest of the week.
2: Dance, pick up the Week. Dance, pick up
1: the Week. All right. Little disclaimer because uh, Andy stole stole my picks. Uh, those are a little bit leg luster, but uh, they. You are snooze, still- you lose. I know, but they are still pretty cool. And actually, this is a guitar that uh, Jamie Humphreys pointed my attention to. It's one of the Ball Family Reserve uh, special editions in super limited quantities. It's called the Double Trouble. And this is basically a Ernie Ball Music Man axis um, with a super cool quilt maple top. And if Andy uh, rolls us through a couple of images, you will see that it's not only gorgeous on top, but it's also gorgeous on the back. It's got a double cream binding. It's got quilt maple top and back on a basewood body, so on, rather on the lightweight and rock and roll side. Um, I'm not sure if it's got a roasted maple neck, but of course it's got a typical Music Man uh, bird's eye maple neck, super comfy, asymmetrical profile. Um, yeah, and this is the guitar that basically Van Halen designed, and uh, you know when he left Music Man, they kind of... Uh, slightly modified it to become the axis when uh, you know they put the mm. I think the switch in different position. Apart from that, it's got the Music Man Humbuckers, uh, Music Man double locking tremolo. It's got a detuner, if I'm not mistaken, so you can immediately drop the tuning to drop D, which is always pretty comfy. And I still wonder why only a few people or few companies do it. And uh, yeah, I think it's just a gorgeous-looking guitar. Jamie is absolutely right when he pointed out that this is a wonderful instrument. And I think, I think he is actually receiving this very guitar that we see here on the images. If I'm mistaken, I think I read that they are sending him this guitar.
2: I I
0: don't know, um, but yeah, he he. I, I don't think people deserve stuff like this, but he does deserve that. He's represented only Ball Music Man for quite a few years, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're gonna, if you want someone to show that guitar, off Jamie Humphries is the man to do it. That's for sure. That's a good yeah. pick, Dan. I like it very much. Um, Thank you. Beautiful. I, yeah, I'm, I'll go into my other things in a moment. <laughs> do you wanna do your second pick? Yeah, second pick.
1: Andy, what is that? It's a red guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I but it's a red irons guitar.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, go on then. Get on with it.
1: It's just a, it's not a production model, but, uh, you know, since I was in need of uh, picking something, I picked like the coolest guitar that I saw this week. And this is a modified RG2027XL. So it's got a 27 inch scale. And this has been built by the LA Custom Shop for uh, artist Jesse Cash. And what I find so cool is that it, it, it looks very cool. Christmassy, so it's like a holiday season instrument with the golden Everton hardware and the Fiesta red finish and the proloid you know, uh, scratch plate and everything. It kind of just reminded me, it looks like a gigantic uh, Christmas ornament that could super uh, go super well uh, next to the fronament, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Imagine just yeah. like a, a Christmas tree in the background, it's like it's super Christmassy. So,
0: if, um, if Santa played a guitar. That would Santa, almost certainly be car. it.
1: There you go, yeah. So I, I, I was just sticking the look, and uh, actually with the white binding and, and the Fiesta red finish, that looks super cool. And since there are very few Baritone guitars with an EverTune bridge on them, uh, this was definitely one one instrument to to point
0: out. Jesse, well done. That's a real firecracker. I love it. I, I'm people probably won't be surprised. I love it. I tell you what, Dan, if I had a black scratch plate, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. That's Santa seven string. S S S. yeah,
0: careful. Um for some reason the <laughs> uh, the program we're using doesn't let me overlay the, the the comments. So you guys are leaving us some lovely comments and I can't put them on the screen because it's not working. I have no idea mm. why. Um but I I am seeing them and I will read them out. So, um Let's buy, borrow, or a burn and bring our guest in, shall we? Buy, borrow,
2: or burn.
0: Buy, borrow, or burn. We have five pieces of gear this week. We have the Justin Hawkins JH3000. We have the Power 50 MXR Tom Morello pedal. We have the Supro amp. We have the Ernie Ball Music Man. And we have the Ibanez with some numbers that's from numbers 27 something. 27, Excel. there's another seven. And an, yeah, no, I'll get there one day. <laughs> I'll get there one day.
1: Actually, Henning, when Henning was here, he received proper training on what the skew numbers mean. And I think some no, of that no, knowledge no. uh, went into the videos. No. Yeah, he did.
0: he did. He did. No, he didn't. Doesn't happen. He did. Didn't he happen. Did. No, no. No, he did.
1: No, anyways, <laughs> your pick. Let me let me let me let me make an educated guess. Uh, go on, go for the it. The seven string, not not your not your pick. I think the Justin Hawkins amp. You're a rock and roll guy. You love Justin. I think this would be your buy if it would be available. Um, you would probably borrow the Tom Morello just to fiddle around a little bit with the pedal and, and and you know figure out what you know the effects loop and all that stuff would do. Um, and you would burn the. 2027 XL because it's not your cup of tea.
0: How's that close, very close. All right, fill me. in. Firstly, I love that Ibanez, I would definitely not burn it. I Mm. love it. I even liked it on Facebook. And that's official now, you know, when you click that thumbs up button, that makes it official. I would burn the Ernie ball. That's the one I don't connect with at all. (coughs) Wow. I'd hate myself for doing it because it's gorgeous, but I don't like quilted tops, and it's the one I I, just—I'd look ridiculous playing
1: that. Wait, I'm just receiving a message. Jamie Humphreys unfriended
0: Andy. All right, fine, fine. (laughs) I would like to combine the Justin Hawkins amp and the Tom Morello pedal. So therefore, that has to be. I have to borrow one of those, and you know, buy the other one. So yeah, you basically got two out of three. Um, I don't know which one. What, way what song
1: it. would you play on that combination? Killing in the Name of Love?
0: Yes. <laughs> God, that oh, was a good one. That was an excellent one. Gracious man. me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the chat. RJW14 would buy the JH2000, borrow the Tomorello pedal, and burn the rest. Um, Nissan 570 LSX is off. Uh, Sarang would buy the heck out of the RG. Borrow the Supro and burn the Tom Morello pedal. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. he wants to rage against that particular machine. Uh, Artie Smudge (laughs) would buy the Axis, borrow the Ibanez and burn the Laney. Um, Oh, I get it. There's a reason. Artie Smudge shares the same surname as Justin Hawkins. I get it. Right. Okay. Uh, Poo Ninja, hey Poo, would buy the red Ibanei, borrow the JH3000, burn the Supro, and use his ninja skills to intercept the Axis on its way to Jamie. Mm. Um, Valeria would buy the Firecracker, borrow Jamie's Music Man, and burn the 70s TV. Alan <laughs> M. Guitar Corner would buy the Tom Morello pedal, borrow the Music Man Axis, and burn the Laney. Dave Lewis doesn't like the festive Ibanez Scrooge guitar. I like that. That's my that's my favourite comment out of a lot of them. Oh, well, I was I was quite a good week in gear. Um, one thing that Ibanez doesn't have done, yep. is hand painted hand painted art.
1: That is right.
0: Little little segue here. You know, pretend I'm I'm doing this smoothly. Uh, it doesn't okay. have hand painted art, which which means that. Our next guest would um, certainly not be responsible for it because he is responsible for some hand-painted PRS guitars.
1: Beautiful sync.
0: Thanks very much. Beautiful Seamless, segue. wasn't it? Seamless. Thanks very yeah. much. That's my my little segue to hope that Joe is ready and um, we're going to bring him into the chat in just a second. Uh, I'm just assigning him to the right the right thing. There we go. Here we go. It worked. Hi, Joe. Hello. Hi. Am I with you? You are How's it going
3: guys.
2: Great. I- I'm great. very well. How it's are good you? To be
3: here. I'm good. Can you? So Andy told me to wear headphones because it doesn't pick up any crap or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you can hear me. You can hear me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Everything's
0: fine. You are synced. You are um, you've got a very interesting mask behind you like uh, like you've been no this Spanish. is my
3: real face yeah. <laughs> jesus christ yeah, oh, I sh- I actually- <laughs>
0: this is gonna go well
3: <laughs> so no no but on a serious note i i want to talk about peppa pig because i Let's absolutely love peppa pig yeah i watched okay. hours and hours of peppa pig with my niece when she was little and I love it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing episodes yeah. now that I haven't seen like we did the rotation because we, we I don't want to s- spread too much rumor that I'm rich, but I have Netflix and I pay for wow. it on a monthly basis. And there was a long time where Netflix just showed the same Peppa Pig. But recently, it's updated a new season. So I'm, I'm genuinely excited to sit down um, and watch of an evening, the Peppa Pig series.
3: Well, they got like over 10 seasons, didn't they? Or more now, probably. Got yeah, loads. Yeah. yeah, even more. I mean, and we could talk about this for hours, but this is important stuff. <laughs> maybe it's not what people want to hear. I don't know. I, I, can I just get
0: it out there, yeah. as we're on the subject, that I feel very sorry for Daddy Pig with his big tummy. Who does the voice for that guy, guy?
3: Because it sounds like Brian Blessed. You know, the actor Brian blessed Brian
0: blessed. Yes. Yeah. From but it's not. Is it? It's not. Well,
3: no. Or is
0: it? I, I, it's not. If it I is, he so. must be no. hang on. Yeah. Dad, well, we need to find Dan out. Will be list Daddy pig voice. Hang on. We'll let yeah. Valeria in the chat sorted out of Valeria with the Miami mailbox. It's Richard ridings, <laughs> who yeah. the name right. probably doesn't mean much to you. But if you were to Google Richard ridings, you'd say Oh, that bloke. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Um, uh, Yeah, I recommend you do it. I. What is Richard? I'm looking at this guy's face and I'm thinking, what's he been in? And he's been in lots of sort of British things that, you know, sort of I don't want to say background actor, but but supporting actor. That's the word. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, IMDb is down. Oh, that means all my attempts at being knowledgeable (laughs) are gone for this evening then. Well, I, I just um, tried
3: to Google, Google his name and I just got maps for some reason. So I'm going to give up. <laughs>
2: Where
0: is Richard riding? <laughs> so, Joe, welcome to yeah. the Guitar Stories podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And as Thanks we've covered the main me. topic, we can move over to <laughs> other less important stuff now.
2: <laughs> um,
0: yeah. I was surprised that you were a fellow Brit. So where are you from, yeah. if, I, if I may ask?
3: Um, well, England, obviously, originally. and then, But I've lived sort of on and off in America for the past sort of, uh, 15, 16 years. Because um, my wife's American, although we met in London years ago. We've been together like 20, 27 years. So lived in New York, went back to England, and then we moved to L.A. About oh, six, six years ago, yeah. Uh, we, we've but got a lot of questions. Sorry. Originally from Batter- Battersea. So Battersea. From area. Battersea. Yeah, Clapham. Clapham. Yeah. yeah. Where um, are you, guys? Well, you're in you're in um, Berlin, right, Andy? I mean, um, Dan.
1: No, I'm in uh, I'm in uh, close to Nuremberg, actually. I'm oh, Ibanez right.
3: Headquarter,
1: okay. is Germany headquarters here in close to Nuremberg.
0: Fantastic. And I'm uh, I'm in Upper Austria. So I'm uh, from the UK, but also not in the UK. Right are you not
3: seriously? You're in Austria as well. Yeah. Ah, oh, fantastic! Yeah, it looks. <laughs> I can see the snowy mountain chaps behind you. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of those Austrian <laughs> Fender Telecasters. <laughs> I love Austria. I, I travelled across Austria. I love it.
0: Yeah. I, I I love it very much. It's um it's a beautiful beautiful country, with some very interesting politics at the moment. Um, oh,
3: yeah. Well, you're you're on like a lockdown or something, right?
0: Uh, apparently, I mean, I'm in the middle of nowhere. So yeah,
3: yeah they're so they're replacing really... their chancellor yeah. every
1: other week. So basically, every every Austrian will be will be
0: in can- uh, chancellor by the end of 2025. <laughs> so and then they then they have the pack, the new the imports. So I'll be chancellor yeah. in about 2026. I've got some <laughs> amazing plans. <laughs> uh, guitar playing will be uh, mandatory yeah
1: <laughs> oh nice yeah
0: yeah mandatory wow. guitar playing
3: i keep my eyes free, free
1: lesson free, free guitar lessons for for all pupils that's right
3: it won't be oh. free if i'm teaching
1: sounds- <laughs>
3: for, 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 for disclosure guys i know absolutely nothing about guitars guitar playing or guitar paraphernalia which makes me um perfect guest for your show really doesn't it so um mrs Mrs. rabbit uh...
1: no we're told the guitar stories podcast and i think the story behind the Tremonti guitars is the most interesting part it's not necessarily the guitar because that hasn't been changed big time since like 20 years right
3: right yeah
0: Yeah. so when you say that you, you don't play you don't don't tend to play like well, i do I, you, you no
3: i wish i tried when i was at school i had a few guitar lessons and because i wanted girls to fancy me and i wanted to be cool you know and stuff i must have been about a le- 12 and i didn't learn quick enough and i thought this is way too much hard work and uh, it didn't work out unfortunately <laughs> so i picked up a paintbrush and that kind of worked out but Yeah, you you got married. Congratulations. (laughs) I got married. (laughs) I found somebody, exactly. There was someone stupid enough out there
2: to marry me. Yep. (laughs) I I did
0: the same thing but just persevered with the guitar and yeah. So you both
3: like pay like on a sort of like a hobby or do you pay in bands or
1: yeah, like not not pr- like professionally because obviously Andy's a YouTuber, full time YouTuber and a uh, amateur or hobbyist. Amateur always sounds a bit hobbyist player, and same for me. Uh, I work. Oh right. Yeah, amateur is a bit
0: of an oh, insult,
3: actually, isn't it? Geez, that's that's <laughs> yeah, that's that's what.
1: I, I, I'm sorry, I take that back. So I said, I said like hobbyist and enthusiast. Is that okay? I'm
0: sorry. I, yeah. No, Andy's a, a beautiful musician. Poor Andy. I'm yeah. I'm a, I'm a yeah, hack he, with a loud amplifier.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think worry. to to
0: sum to sum me up, I just love guitar, Joe. I love guitar and any opportunity I get to do something related to guitar makes me happy. That that kinda of sums me up. Um Which is great. And yeah. Dan is an amateur um uh <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Full stop.
2: <laughs> Dan's a
0: Dan's an amateur friend. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I really hope this podcast is successful for you guys because it sounds like you need it, yeah. Well, <laughs> we may be launching
0: the, the spin-off uh, Peppa Pig podcast in a few weeks' time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You could, you could,
1: you could, you could say we're Am- amateur podcasters, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, okay, but we I don't,
0: don't get paid, paid, so yeah. Okay. I was
3: about to say, it's apologies for my crappy uh, camera, but I think I get the bronze medal. Dan, you definitely get the silver, and Andy, you get the gold. In cl- crystal clear, yeah.
0: Thanks very much. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Again, anyway, I, don't so... want to, I don't want to show off, but with Netflix, I also bought an internet subscription as well. So you... I, got some, I got some good stuff. <laughs> Stop it. It's, it's I, I can sense that we can very quickly be silly together, and that that's too yes. tempting for me it go me far down that road. Yeah, come on. Um, yep. You're the first guest ever where Dan and I have actually planned some questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So apologies to everybody else, but um, we actually got together and, and wrote some questions down almost professionally, as if we're not yeah. amateurs. So I'm quite I, proud think, of us. I think well, the,
1: the problem here is that we were a little bit scared because Joe is like a real artist and not, you know, just a musician that we, you know, have a closer relationship because of our jobs to. So it's more like, you know, it's like a different universe, basically. So we're kind of, you know, what what kind of guy will joe be what, you know how 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 there was some sort of some sort of uncertainty from our side so uh, it kind of felt to me it felt more safe to kind of come up with a couple of questions so that we could have a some sort of structure to go through the talk because uh, i was super otherwise,
3: excited we to end 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 up... the show. Sorry, Again? I was I was about to say otherwise we could just end up talking about pepper pig for an hour which very good yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oops! Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah. yeah, no. And we oh, had the Tremonti bright,
1: yes. guitars on the show like I think two or three weeks ago, and uh, you know, in unison, we were you know the opinion that it's just a great, piece, a great piece of art, and we desperately wanted to know more about that.
0: So, uh, yeah. I, I have I to stop you there, Dan. Yeah. Sorry, I have to stop you there, and I have to confess to What's Joe because otherwise, it's somehow you'll find out. When I first saw these guitars, I didn't like them. And, they, yeah, and it's didn't. totally
3: subjective. And I, I completely get that. So don't worry, honestly, I, I get it. No, no, there's, there's a
0: it, it turns a corner. Um, oh, good. <laughs> and now I do. Um, no, they they grew on me. I saw them. And I thought, wow, that's, I mean, the artwork was clearly beautiful. But the, the combination of the guitar and the artwork, I thought, I'm not, I was confused by it My my guitar loving brain and heart was confused as to what I thought. Um, however I did know that a friend of mine would contact me almost instantly because I knew he would fall in love with this this design Um, and he did within about two hours of me seeing the pictures and asking me loads of questions about it and he should be watching right now so hello to Benji who who Dan knows he's a a masseuse and uh, he's given us both a massage in the past Yeah, um, independently of course but the good news is that your art made me think you know, and I guess that's what art is, is just to evoke an emotion and a response. I, well, I, I do actually feel a connection with the guitars now and I didn't and that's that doesn't often happen with me like like with the, the guitar we talked about earlier, the only ball music, man, I know instantly that I don't like that very much. Mm. However, I turned around on yours. and I want to know. Um, I want to know how how you came into this arrangement with Mark Tremonti and PRS and, and how did it happen? because if you're not a guitar player did he reach out to you
3: yeah i mean it was i was living in london so i think it was two, 2014 and um i got an email in my inbox and um it was from a mark tremonti and i hadn't heard of him because i'm not to be funny you know i'm not actually into rock music i don't really listen to rock music i mean i love radiohead james blake i li- listen to a lot of electronic music classical music so maybe if I had, it would be more on my radar. But then he, you know, such a lovely guy, Mark. I mean, one of the nicest guys, he really is. And um, he just said he was a touring artist and he was looking online and he came across my artwork and he was looking for an artist to do a custom guitar. And so he was touring, I think it was in, well, they're doing the UK tour at the time of Alter and um, he was doing a show at Wembley, and I met him after the show backstage. And we kind of looked over the guitar, and he was kind of showing me, you know, just showing me the guitar, because I don't think I'd ever seen a PRS guitar. And um, we just discussed the kind of design, you know, direction that we could go in, and came up with something, and then I went ahead and did it. I mean, I was quite sort of, like, freaked out, because um, PRS sent me this, like, bare wood guitar, this beautiful instrument, right? And I thought, I'm gonna F it up. You know, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. And they want me to put artwork all over it? Why? Yeah. Going back yeah. to your point, Andy, that's such beautiful instruments. Sometimes it's kind of I can understand why people it's a, a combination of aesthetics. It's like if you're into that kind of thing, it's thumbs up all the way. But other people just think why destroy a beautiful guitar with putting that kind of artwork on it. So yeah. I, I, I can see it from both sides. But anyway, back to back to your question. Um, so, yeah, I spent they sent me the guitar and then I spent you know, a few weeks doing it and sent it back. And he was very really happy with it. Um, and
1: as an artist, were you kind of reluctant to to put your art on, on a musical instrument? Or was it something where you immediately felt, OK, I like the guy and uh, I like the guitar as an, you know, as, a, as an art form as well. And, and that would be a good fit.
2: Because usually well, I mean, you do I other think...
1: things like you know big paintings and, and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think the thing is just my the nature of my work and the look and style of it. It kind of fits into the rock world a bit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of good marrying of, of of things. So I felt like yeah, my artwork could belong on a guitar. Plus, it was a it's always a, um, um, you know, it was I had never done it before, so I was a bit kind of like shit. Can I do this? Um, and then having to paint every bit of the guitar, it was quite a challenge. But um, I'm really happy I did it. And then obviously, so you, you, you know... Sorry, Andy, yeah?
0: No, um, you said they sent you a bare wood guitar, so there was no finish at all,
3: and you, you covered Nothing. the whole thing? So I had to mask it all off, and then I had to spray it with, like, an undercoat, and then trace the drawing and paint the guitar. So it was a bit kind of... Yeah, it was a bit scary. <laughs> And with the they design, are, did, they? I mean,
0: yeah, but did did Mark and, and, and did you agree on a design first? Or were you given free reign? Or how did it come to be Mark's guitar?
3: Well, I mean, it was it was it wasn't a PRS commission, right? It was Mark commissioning me, it was a per- private commission for Mark. So P- PRS obviously just sent the guitar to me because Mark asked them to, but it was really just between me and Mark, we worked out the design. I just sent him a couple of ideas and he was pretty much, you know, thumbs up um, straight away. I mean, it was actually Mark's idea when we met just to do like a heaven and hell one on each side Right. and then to do all the artwork up the back of the neck and stuff like that. And some work and um, some artwork on the headstock. So, you know, Mark was kind of, you know, I think obviously, Loved my stuff, and he just wanted it on a guitar. So you know, it was it worked out. It was pretty easy. It was great, mm. good experience.
0: So we had some technical difficulties. Dan, are you back? Yep, I can I can hear you guys
1: loud.
2: Okay, okay. cool. It's cool, like a cool. Drop and uh, some...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I love that it's it seems to be very organic that your collaboration happened because it can of course be arranged, but this seems like something an, an artist has reached out to another artist. And then in combination, you have two different pieces of art. And um, did did anything change with your art career when you made this guitar? And did other people come to you? Or have you done any other guitars or anything else in that vein that wouldn't have happened before Mark Tremonti's guitar?
3: I mean, not really. I've had I had, well, I had people asking me to you know, would I do custom artwork for the guitar commissioning me and stuff, but I didn't want to become the guitar artist guy because I have my career. I do you know, commissions doing large pieces of artwork and sculptures. Right. I do all kinds of stuff. So I didn't, you know, and I'm glad that I didn't actually. I mean, I might do one or two guitars if certain people ask me to do it and stuff, but I, no, I didn't. I just kept on doing what I do, um, which is just my normal artwork, you okay. know. Um, I mean, I used to work in the film industry and stuff beforehand, doing special effects and stuff like that. So that's what my background is in sculpture, actually. So I do like oh, wow. prop making and stuff like that.
2: Wow! Um, before I entered Super. my, I hate
3: saying fine art career because it sounds so pretentious. Because I don't really think of myself as a fine artist. I'm just an artist. And, you know, categorize it any way you want, but it's yeah, I didn't. I didn't study fine art at school because I thought the fine artists had their heads up their asses, they're all very pretentious and I couldn't quite understand it. (laughs) Did
0: you did you study art at school? Was it something that you I know you said when you were twelve you tried the guitar and you moved on to a paintbrush, but was it something you you were educated in?
3: Yeah, I went to Wimbledon School of Art and I studied sculpture. Well it was special effects for film and design and stuff. So I thought, you know, if I'm gonna make art, I want to make a living from doing it so i thought i'd study something that was more specific to my interests which was film i love film you know it was a dream to work in it which i did for a few years
0: i hate to ask but are there any films that we may have seen that has had your work as part of it
3: yeah i worked the f- first one i worked on was terry gilliams brothers Grimm, which actually wasn't the best of films but i was in prague living there for seven or eight months but fun
0: really fun film
3: really fun yeah it was and it was an amazing experience it usually is working on films because you're usually somewhere unique that you you know it's not your normal day-to-day thing in this case it was Mm -hmm. prague and with a great bunch of people so it was fun and then after that i did hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy which was good fun what Um, wow yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) no you haven't no you didn't one second. <laughs> this is. I don't. I don't know if you how how well you know the film. Uh, I, I'm quite a nerd, so yeah, pretty well.
3: Well, these are one of the flowers from the spaceship that I designed. If you uh, remember,
2: there was no.
1: like oh, I holy know. moly.
3: <laughs> and, uh, I've got one second. I probably shouldn't have these props. I'm going to get trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and then these were—you didn't see them that much, but this was John Malkovich when he was. I've gotten the nose place, whatever. These was uh-huh. one of the incense burners the priests had, which I designed. Fantastic. Trying to get in the middle here.
2: Fantastic. Wow. <laughs>
3: um, so yeah, that—that that was really fun because I pretty much. I pretty, ha- pretty much had free reign sort of designing props and stuff for that. So it was really cool. It was, it was good fun. Yeah. We could do a wow. full
1: episode
0: just talking about that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's
1: amazing. Yeah, yeah.
3: that was a good film. I thought that was a great film. Hitchhikers. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah really. I, I'm sad they didn't do more in, you know, in, in a series. Um, yeah, they should have. They should have done more, I think. And then we could have had more of your work. Well, then you'd be far too famous and important to talk to us. So kind of glad they did. <laughs> no. but I didn't know that you're a sculptor as well um which explains to me or at least in my little pea brain how your art seems so 3d and Mm. in the same way that um we talked about a guitar earlier that's quilted and you can see a piece of wood that kind of looks like you can dive into it like in a swimming pool your art looks as if you can actually touch it and, and pick it up and move it around and I guess I want to talk about the style of art that you do. I'm sorry, sorry, Dan, I'm, I'm monopolising the conversation here completely. I'll, do it, I'll do it. Um, Is uh, when did you develop that kind of sort of is it tritone? Is that what you call it? I, d- I, I did some I mean, work on researching you, that
3: word. You, you tell me I don't know monochromatic, I suppose if you're just using okay. like, like one tone of colour, right? Okay, but yeah, you yeah. Say, right. tritone because there's different like with the red designs, there's like three or four different reds. So Mm-hmm. i'll go with tri-tone. right okay yeah
0: just it there's some stuff you've done i'm looking but, at the prints you've done on your website and it's it's just gorgeous there's i, I can well, really my get stuff into was,
3: this yeah my stuff was mainly black and white for years because i mean that was one because i just loved the appeal of black and white drawings and imagery right um, and also i was terrified of using color so I've sli- slowly kind of become more confident using bits of color, because my work's still not like really colorful, right? It's not like tons of different colors. It's monochromatic. Um, but I'm evolving, I'm changing, I'm trying trying new things. So doing the guitars was really cool because it pushed me to use a bit of color.
0: OK, well, we've got, um, we've got some pictures of the guitars. So, oh, yeah, Dan, sh- should we get them on screen? <clears throat>
1: Maybe 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 we can get the original Fenton on the screen because that was basically like Joe already outlined a like a guitar with a motive. One second, yeah. Hell.
0: yeah. Here it is.
3: Yeah, beautiful. So that's the hellish, the hellish side, yeah. <laughs> um. And when
0: when did when
1: did you kind of develop that that surrealistic style that that's also very like kind of fantasy inspired and, and you know has some medieval motives? Was that something that that developed over time or was it? something that you already were interested in and you had from the very beginning kind of developed and from there?
3: It's it's not a conscious thing because it's just, I suppose, all my love of films and children's books, illustrations when I was a kid, all of it's gone in there and it's just, um, mm. you know, I just chuck everything in there and mix it all up. It's like, you know, folklore, religions, you know, philosophies, all kind of different things. It all goes in there. It's like an alphabet soup. Mm. Um, and, okay. and then this is what comes out. There's no... Uh, yeah it's just there's all kinds of inspirations there's a a Beatles book
0: that I have uh, a Beatles I think it's the essential Beatles music book with all the chord sheets and the songs basically one uh, uh, like a a song per page and it has Mm. some of the Beatles artwork in it and that that really does sit for me I can't say it reminds me of your work but certainly it it it, um, it calls up a memory yeah this one this eyeball there's a there's an eyeball on on the the Beatles book and it's Again, it's it's. I don't know anything about art, so I'm stumbling over my words. But um, it's, no, it, uh, it brings to. back it's the same emotion.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with that and stuff, but I know a lot of the Beatles stuff. It was kind of there's a lot of surrealism in in the artwork, right? It was pretty out there. It's like an acid yeah. trip. <laughs> and I did do a lot of acid, I have to say, when I was. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, you know, I've been I've been I've been sober for like I've been sober for over 20 years because when I was younger I was I was pretty crazy um, I didn't even do any art you know so I'm glad I stopped all that stuff all right. but yeah it's, that's that's so I, my biggest inspiration LSD there you go great okay uncomfortable <laughs> so, silence oh. there like okay well. yeah. no I'm just big, I'm big just goodness. wondering
0: how I can get on the dark web so quickly Um, (laughs) the comment section has just come back so i can post comments on screen now so we can see them so if anyone in the live chat has a question for joe or something they'd like to tell him um you can post it now in the comment section i can bring it on screen so we can all see it um okay and dan's audio is all back i believe that's great I'm I'm
1: I'm just fine. I'm I'm still admiring what he did because uh, I think what's so striking about Joe's design is that even without using a lot of colors, he like you already said, and he he reaches a lot of uh, 3D effects. Yeah. So it's almost as if you as if you could reach into the image. And to me, I mean, that looks just like a a video game surrounding. That would be something where I would like where I would push my character into and kind of discover what is there, like a super cool world that has so many secrets to to discover amazing yeah. well cause
3: I, it's funny because i because I, i'd love to animate my worlds and my characters and stuff and i think this is the closest i can get to it doing 2d illustrations so i i kind of want to you know go as deep as i can and they almost uh-huh. it almost feels animated even though it's not if that makes sense
2: it yeah. does yeah
0: it, yeah it, absolutely i think it's the Uh, it's the use of uh, there's layers it's like it's a foreground and the background and and it looks like you're moving through it which um uh yeah it's it's phenomenal and Uh.
3: i mean the thing is going back to like you know because sculpture was my my background and right and when you're starting off to make a sculpture you have to build like an armature which is like a metal skeleton which you Mm -hmm. put the clay on and then you sculpt whatever it is you're sculpting a figure or whatever and i suppose i'd start with designs very much in the same way. I'll find probably the biggest design in in the the biggest character in the whole design or biggest object. And then I just keep adding stuff and building upon it. So it's kind of, I feel like it's sculpture in a kind of way. Um, Maybe one day I'll end up sculpting a guitar, but who knows? That'd be a fun thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. Andy's like, yeah, ruin another guitar. (laughs) No, you'd be you'd be creating a guitar. There'd be one more guitar in the world.
0: No, do it. Just, just, yeah. Just make sure you get the right amount of strings on there. That's
3: a a thing that I. They've got actually. I've got here because this is. I'm doing Mark's guitar now. Actually, another one for him. Um, It's because he was. I think he was initially supposed to get. This is how they send it to me. So it's. um, Can you see? Hang on, I'm going to put oh, yeah. you this one's actually, um,
0: solo. There you are.
3: Yeah, that's. it's actually not sanded, this one. They usually sand it and stuff, but I just lightly sand that and paint on top of it. Um, and it's mm-hmm. black, obviously, because we chose chose the black for this one, and it's staying right. in the theme of, of the 20 that we did. But um, cool. yeah, so I'm working out the design for that one at the moment.
1: Uh, how, do, wow. how do you start with that like you've got you receive a guitar it's just got a primer then you sand it down and what kind of colors are you using to to ensure you know that it stands the test of time but it's also you know you reach some uh, realism and, and a three-dimensional effect
3: well they sent me i'm lucky because the, the the biggest pain like from the first guitar was just like the whole prepping of it like having to paint it sand it put the primer on all that kind of stuff it's fiddly and takes a lot of time um and mm-hmm. PRS kindly they had them all prepped for me when they sent them to me which uh, right. still took me a long time to do them but it saved a lot of time so yeah which is which is great and obviously the 20 designs that I did they are they are much more simple than the first one I did for Mark simply because <laughs> the amount of time it would have taken me to do 20 guitars like that it's yeah too much time mm. yeah we uh, we have so, uh,
0: yeah. Jan in the chat he's asked if we can look through the 20 designs which we will do in a moment maybe you could talk us through them um, but SJ would like to know, uh, what kind of paint you used or are using
3: just, um, acrylic paint. So like uh-huh. Liquitex right. is the brand, but it's, it's something that has good, um, um, pigment in it and stuff. Like some of the cheaper paints, they, they don't have strong pigment colors, which is like the, you know, the color, the raw color. Um, mm. so yeah, just, just latex.
0: Great. Um, um we've got yeah. n- Nicola. Nothing. Nicholas says, "I think Joe is one of the best living artists and the illustrator."
3: Oh, that's very nice of you. Oh, nice. No, of we have lovely people in there. our chat.
0: <laughs>
3: Only <laughs> lovely the nice people. ones, please. <laughs> oh no, oh, no I'll sh-
0: uh, Joe is rubbish. Don't, oh no, yeah, don't read <laughs> any of those. <laughs> oh, Andy, nobody, please, nobody just... wrote
1: that. <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> so joe um after like there was some sort of a uh period after you did the fenton you know the fenton obviously was super well received and a lot of you know people were hyped about the guitar but it still took a couple of years to kind of revisit you as an artist for prs so when did the anniversary idea come about and how did that develop
3: that was again that was that was mark who's just you know good support you know been a great supporter of my work and loves my stuff and he called me out of the blue and that must have been what it's, it's, you know it's so weird with the pandemic time's just become this weird yeah, thing I, I kind of don't know when last year or two years ago but anyway he called me and um just said this 20th anniversary for his signature guitars coming up and i'd love to do a design for it so i was i was like yeah great let's just let's do it fantastic And then there was a few conversations, and then ended up talking to Paul Reed Smith and Bev Fowler at um, PRS on Mm -hmm. a phone call. Um, And they'd spoken to Mark, and they thought for the 20th anniversary, it'd be good to do 20 guitars. So we ended up, and as Paul put it on the phone call, which still makes me laugh, he goes, look, you can do a squiggle, sign it with a Sharpie. And, you know, you're still going to get the same amount of money for each guitar. And I was like, if only that's <laughs> what I did. You know? <laughs> so I didn't do that. And uh, we did the 20 guitars, actually, and it was it was a really fun, fun project. So that was directly from PRS asking me to do that, like the first time. It was cool. just between me and Mark. So, yeah, yeah. And was it wasn't for that's you awesome.
1: some some
3: uh,
1: uh, request where you had a lot more respect because all of a sudden we're not talking about just one instrument to be painted but about 20. So, so that's so a what? Say that again? Like, yeah, Sorry was it for you? Was it more of a, a challenge? Because all of a sudden you were not just facing like one yeah. commission, like one guitar. Now you had to come up with 20 different motives.
3: Yeah, it did. It's a, because funnily enough, the longest, the longest time spent um, on each guitar is actually doing the design for me. Mm. You know, it's working out the design and then doing the application. It's, you know, it takes me however long. And I did speed up from beginning to end. The first ones took me a lot longer. By the end, I was like Mm -hmm. a well oiled machine. So yeah, but (laughs) I I was like shit. 20 guitars. It's a lot of work. (laughs) I would be
0: (laughs) I would guess I like four and think I'll just do the same thing again and and copy that device. And I know. Yeah, now now would be a good time to take a a look at them. Yeah. Sorry, mind you. Watcher, please.
3: No, I was just saying imagine doing if I, I could have done one design 20 times, but I think I would have shot myself in the head. I think that would just be <laughs> pain, painful, you know, absolutely painful. Yeah.
0: So we don't have so these in any particular order, I believe. But um, if there's any that jump out you or anything, you could you could maybe talk us through, it would be amazing. Um, yeah,
1: this, I mean, I mean
3: well, th- please.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so my question Dan, would, yeah. would be just the decision—the decision to have like only uh, uh, black and, and, and gray and red as a color choice—was that something you did consciously from the very beginning, or was it something that developed when you came up with with the certain mot- motifs for these guitars?
3: No, I I, pretty, I decided started from the beginning, just thinking, okay, it's a black guitar, you know, and I was thinking of the Tremonti brand aesthetic, right? There's a lot of kind of red designs and stuff like that. So I kind of felt that, like a fit into his world. And um, so I just thought I'll do 10 red designs and I'll do 10 sort of like black and white and sepia designs. Cause I thought they'd look good on the black guitar with, uh, with the wooden, um, it's just what do you call it? Wooden rim around it. Um, yeah, the binding, What's it called? what do you call it?
1: I think it's a natural binding, right?
3: Yeah, the natural binding, exactly. So I thought those colors won't clash too much. So that's why I decided to go with those. And I do actually really like the red designs on the black. I just think it's a cool color. Um, yeah.
0: It's my, my favorite color combination is red and black. And, and I originally saw the other colors. And then it was when I saw these, the red ones, that that I started to consider if I could get a bank loan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I was was quite, quite, yeah,
0: the...
3: sorry Joe yeah no no I remember because I was watching your the show before I I came onto it and stuff and you were into the Santa Claus guitar right but then you said it would look really cool with a black I don't even know the names of the things but a black something or other on the guitar uh, the instead pic, of the white guard. The pic guard. there you go See, I'm being educated yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah red and black is my thing um, I don't know why
3: uh, yeah it's it just
0: and also satin finishes as well so I, I really like my satin look rather than shiny glossy and these look are they satin they are
3: and actually uh, initially when Paul, um, mark and bev fowler at prs they decided to do the satin finish on on it and stuff you know I, cuz i loved the look of the first one which i think had a gloss finish on it that i did for him years ago and when they were going to go with the satin good timing when they go when they went with the satin one i was like I hope that's going to look all right. But Mark, um, he went down to, to the, the, the PRS factory um, a week or two ago, and he actually saw the guitars physically. And he said they looked so cool, just with the with the matte finish on them. He goes, "The artwork almost doesn't look real. It's kind of uh, uh-huh. yeah." It know.
0: adds to that dreaminess, that sort of I don't know. Uh, yeah, like a like, like a fever dream. Something I might see if yeah. I'd you know being very very ill and trying to come back to the real world that that's yeah i'm, I'm starting to manage to vocalize
3: my feelings that's good i'm getting words so well, moving on to the next yeah, one it's, Yeah, it's you know there's all there's all there's, there's a lot of subject matter to do with death and fear of death and the afterlife and you know just stuff that goes on with me i suppose it's just my way of processing it you know there's a lot of lot of lot of death anxiety in my artwork. <laughs> I wonder what people think. They don't ever expect me to be the person that does this artwork. So I think they probably expect me to be wearing a black cape covered in tattoos yeah. or something, you know. But uh, no, not me. I watch Peppa Pig. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it
0: doesn't get much much black deather than Peppa Pig. That's, that's some yeah, pretty it hardcore <laughs> it's, animation. That's dark shit. That is, yeah. That's <laughs> that's dark. It is. Uh, How does Miss Rabbit do all those jobs? Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: that's the main question everyone is asking, right? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so this one is um is two hands holding flying eyeballs is the best description I can give that Um, that's perfect thanks I mean
3: you see a lot of eyeballs in my work windows to the soul you know the Mm all-seeing eye Mm -hmm. it's it's across all my work you you see a lot of eyeballs so I thought I had to get them in there somehow sweet yeah you know it's funny it's like when I've got no sort of like you know, I can't. Sometimes I find it really hard to articulate and talk about my work because it's all about making it for me. And I, I feel the best way for me to express how I'm feeling is just through my artwork rather than actually talking about it. It's always something that I've never been that comfortable with. I mean, to be honest, even doing this now, I never usually do stuff like this because I'm quite a hermit and I'm sort of quite a private person and I don't you know, it's just it's something I usually avoid, but I'm really glad I did it. And I obviously checked you guys out, and you look like really unpretentious, you know, guys and stuff. So I thought, yeah, it's like a good show to do. So I'm glad I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Thank yes. you, then
0: yeah. we're even more honored than we were uh, previously when you agreed. Yeah, it's uh, honestly, I didn't know who we were gonna get. I didn't know what we gonna happen. I mean, you look at these guitar designs. And as you said, it could be black cloak and, and you know, single word answers um but clearly that's not who you are but it kind of would Although have been fun I, you know have... Well, what, what have you got now
3: it's like, it's like it's like what's the guy gonna do now yeah i was gonna should it like this whoa I? no that's my my brother's bolognese mask he brought back they're really cool actually wow but yeah Sweet. Okay, sorry um so if any
2: no, if
0: anyone's <laughs> listening to the this also goes out as an audio version of the podcast as well, but um if anyone's listening, I I really, really do urge you to go and watch the video version. Um <laughs> because yeah, we're seeing the art. It's 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 an art object. Um yeah. we've got a question from Charlie Cooper, uh from Orange Amps and a friend of ours. He says, Joe, sorry if I missed this, but how much creative input do you put into other aspects of the guitar? Are you making sure the pickups and the dials match the artwork design, for example? So the knobs and the pickups. So did you know they were going to be black and clear and gold? Did you know the aesthetic of the guitar before you
3: decided on the designs? Um, it's funny enough, the first one I did for Mark, I asked him to send me all the pickups so I can match all the colors and stuff. And I asked them to send me different dials so that I could, Work out which ones look best um, with the color palette I was choosing and stuff. Um, but with this one, I didn't know the pickups were going to be black, um, but it doesn't really change anything that much. And you know, the guys at PRS, they're pretty good at all, you know, when it comes to design aesthetic and stuff. So they're, they're, they're you know, I mean, there are works of art, these guitars. They really are. I know I've said it before, but they really are. They're beautiful things. So it's a brilliant. real pleasure to actually. So, you know, it's an object to paint on. It's a really lovely thing to do. Yeah.
0: Is it difficult because of the the curves
3: and the the bevels of the wood? Is it? Not I mean, so much when you're. Yeah, not so much when you're just painting on 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 the face of the guitar. But like when I did Mark's other one, when you're having to paint on the sides and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's kind of a bit. You know, you, you it feels like you're playing Twister, trying to get yeah. certain <laughs> bits of the guitar and, and, and paint them and stuff, but. Yeah. You know, like like I mean, anything, you, did... you do it. You, you do it enough, you start finding easier ways of doing stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. You even paint it's the fitly. back of the neck all the way up, right?
3: On the on the other one, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, on, yeah the, on, on the, on the, on the original penton, yeah. On the original uh, one, yeah. I mean, with Mark's one, I'm doing now because I'm doing something a little a little bit extra with it, so it stands out from the twenty. Um. So I'm doing a little a little design on the back as well, which relates to the image on the front. You know, because every piece that I do, it does, you know, there's always, there's always storytelling involved. It's not just about an image. I'm always trying to tell a story. Hmm. So with the the Heaven and Hell thing,
0: is that, sorry, Dan. No, all good.
1: How much time? Yeah, how much time did you, did you spend for, for such, for, for these guitars? Like, was it like 20 hours, 50 hours? I don't know.
3: Well, I mean, they said um, they did a video thing and they they asked me and I did say 100 hours, which would work out two weeks per guitar, which, you know, initially at the beginning, that's definitely how long it was taking me to do. And that's designing, working out the design as well. Um, But I did get quicker towards the end, much quicker. Um, But it's because the detail's so fine that that's why it takes so long. I'm always surprised, actually, when the guitars turn up, how small they look. Because in my head they always they're much bigger, but actually they're quite they're quite small. Just the face of the guitar. Well, these ones anyway, the PRS. I'm sure other brands they vary in size. But um, yeah, so it's fiddly, it's fiddly work, and I use really detailed small brushes, and then it's just mm-hmm. built to get that to get that 3D effect and stuff. Right, it takes time just to build up the layers, so it's time-consuming stuff. Because I know some people say, how long does it take you? It should have taken you like you know what five hours to do it. I'm like I wish, but no, it doesn't take a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Did um, sure. did you mess any
0: up and have to sort of start again?
3: Yeah, no, I did. I actually did a whole design, which I, you know, which was bugging me from the beginning. It was like when I was trying to just get all the twenty done, and it was kind of one of the last ones that I did. And I painted the whole thing, and then I made a an executive decision at the end, just before I sent them off to PRS to come up with another design and redo it. So I. I sanded the whole thing, got rid of it and painted over it. Um, and by then I was like, I was ready to just work on some other projects. And, uh, but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. There's nothing, if you guys know, there's it nothing worse than having something you don't like out there. Um, yeah. I, I've done that before. And this kind of goes back to the Peppa Pig thing quickly because I, I, I'm a published children's book author, right? So I did no. a illustrated books. Oh, yeah, one was called What's U- One was called What's Under the Bed, and then the second one I did um, was called this book called Boo, right, which is a Halloween book. And <laughs> the publishers got me to do it, and they, you know, paid me money to do it, and I agreed to do it. And I was just like one of those things that I did, and I've always hated it. So yeah. Oh no! I'll never do that again. if You're not happy with something, redo it. Yeah.
0: But I am just looking at the yeah. artwork. It looks it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> on what on what's, this guitar what's now on boo the book the, what's wrong with book. you that's amazing
3: book, yeah. oh what's this this i did that when i was in new york in like 2008 or something this is before i started on my career of doing this was in between film and doing what i do now i did i had a few years doing children's books Sweet. Wow. so well, you know which, go, which, yeah. which, go, which goes back to the beginning of a discussion your inspirations all of that stuff's in here all of it yeah. cool
0: and it's
1: got we five have a question from
2: amazon a question for Christopher five.
3: Lewis. When
0: is Joe going to paint the Peppa Pig PRS? <laughs> well, that
3: all depends. That depends. I, I haven't started using pink yet. But I'm working all towards right. it. I think the red the reds the first step to <laughs>
0: pink. Okay, I think you just need to add another colour like, I'm not sure which one but you need What's... to talk
3: you need to talk to PRS about that because I'll be up for it. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Sweet.
0: That would yeah. that would sell so hard i don't know know who who would buy it
3: i know you'd buy one andy so yeah
0: if i could afford it i would um if i was there was some way
3: they were going for in america i think they were going from about fifteen thousand dollars or something fourteen thousand fifteen i'm not sure how much that is in the uk how much and i don't even know from what i from what i gather the um guitar distributors right they each get one guitar And they Mm -hmm. they didn't know what guitar they were going to get. And I think they sold before they even got the guitars, right? So whoever bought them, they didn't know what number they were going to get, which, you know, I was quite surprised. And I still don't know which one is which, to be honest.
1: One person, uh, Jan, in the chat, uh, he bought the Raven one and he paid uh, $14,500 for it.
3: The Raven one, so that's that's not the one, because I saw... Is it this one? No.
1: No, well, maybe we'll we'll figure it out. Jan, let us know. Ra- one raven one, one. isn't
3: that this one that was it? I saw some um, unboxing video that was it. Peach guitars did or something, and <laughs> that had a raven yeah. design on it. But then that's in England. This guy bought yeah. it in America. I don't
1: know. No, let let us know, Jan. Which one? Which one you got, Joe? When you were when you were painting these guitars in in I understand that you perceive every single instrument as a like a piece of art. It's not just framed. Mm. It's basically something you put around your neck. Did you simultaneously paint on various guitars or did you like one guitar after one guitar? So subsequently, how did you approach that?
3: Yeah, I mean, I started off, I mean, I had all the designs worked out before I even started painting, apart from the the one that I changed at the end. But then I was doing uh, one guitar at a time. And then when I got halfway through them, I was working on like two or three um at a time just jumping off them and you know hopping onto another one
2: okay um cool.
0: yeah yeah jan says his guitar is the one that's on the prs website so i'm just looking through the pic. ah i have it i found it oh I you mean wow um, where are we That'd where are we there we go it's this oh, one. A one. glorious one yeah yeah, yeah
3: that's that cool, is something special that one special.
0: That's a beautiful I mean, it's actually
3: one of the, the simpler designs and for the shape of a guitar. It's actually a good shape for a design for the guitar. Right. It's not too, it's busy, but it's not too busy because I know some of the designs, they get very busy and some people find that it's, it's too much for the guitar. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, it's all it's all personal taste, isn't it? But this one, yeah, yeah this one worked worked out pretty well, I thought. Hmm. I know Mark Mark liked this one, actually. He was hoping to get his hands on either that one or another one, but it never happened.
1: (laughs) Great. I mean, it's like asking about your favorite children, but is there one design in particular that you thought turned out super good or that you were super proud of?
3: Yeah, funnily enough, I think one of the sort of like couple of the last ones, which were mainly red and black ones that I did. um, I can't show you, but if you flip through them, I'll show you there's one you have actually you have actually that's one of my favorite ones but it was one of my earlier ones i did um i've always loved that design i don't know why i just i just love that one um but also with the with the old man you showed that one with the old man with his soul coming out of his mouth I, i like that one um but yeah the one you showed before with the little sort of demon baby and stuff was one of my favorites
0: i'm just gonna flick through them very quickly
3: I like can it stop me to, if there's yeah.
0: anything you want to say in particular that
3: one I love it's very that oh. last one Sorry, it's, it's that very one. busy but mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's uh, it just you know yeah I, I love that Joe,
0: are you into Blade Runner, yeah. Runner or anything is that is that a film that you I love, yeah
3: absolutely the sequel yes. as well as the original I mean I love the original but the sequel is amazing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah just some I of really the,
0: the geisha stuff I was getting a little bit of. Um, now I'm starting to sound pretentious. I don't even like the words I've just said, but um, um, <laughs> I was getting a bit of Blade Runner influence from some of your some of the designs. Um, well, that
3: wasn't con- conscious if it did, but they, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of Asian influence in my work, Japanese art and mm-hmm. stuff, especially like the old wood you know old woodblock um, prints and stuff from the 16th century. You'd know if you saw them, you know what they were, even if you don't know what they're called. And they're very famous um, artwork, like Japanese artwork. But a lot of that stuff creeps in to my work. Um, so maybe okay. that's what you're, you're seeing. Yeah.
0: I think what's going to happen, if it hasn't happened already, is that people are going to start getting these designs tattooed on themselves. <laughs> like I think that, you're going mean, to see I've,
3: people I've never... with that. <laughs> well, it started off, I mean, that's what apparently Mark was looking for. He was looking for a like, tattoo design online originally. And he came across my artwork and I had not you know, I'm not brave enough to tattoo myself and I have no desire, real desire to tattoo myself. And um, but it's, I, I actually exhibited at the London Tattoo Convention like a few years back. I had an exhibit of all my work there and stuff because um, the community has kind of embraced my work because, again, like, like the rock rock community, my work kind of fits into that world. Um, mm-hmm. But it's again, it's, it's not really me. So it's quite funny, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Mind you, I did go for a midlife crisis and consider getting a, a sleeve. My wife just said, Nah, you're not doing that. Well,
1: at least you've got a, got, a, got a whole catalog of cool designs
3: that you could pick from, so. I don't know why anyone would want to tattoo my work on them. Just saying. But you know, hey, all, all this, whatever, you know.
1: But here's the thing. When, yeah. when we did the research, and I shared that fun fact already with Andy, when we did research about your art and also um, the press coverage of the, the Tremonti anniversary models, Interestingly, uh, you could find info about the guitars, not just on gear websites, but also on um, tattoo websites, on um, yeah. design designer websites, painting websites, and also medieval blogs. So a oh, super really? widespread yeah, wide variety of, uh, of of kind of media and, and, and the people that were kind of picking picking that up and kind of sharing the news. And I find it very interesting because usually, you know, it, we are a big community, but it's still rather niche when it comes to the guitar world and, and that realm, but to have, you know, combine that uh, surrealistic art and, and PRS guitars to, to a piece of art kind of outspread to so many different uh, other realms, let's say, and, and other communities. I've, I found it pretty interesting to see.
3: But I suppose that's the, that, that, that's the beauty of the, that kind of, this kind of a collaboration, right? Because it brings yeah. both things are and the guitar world to different it, you know, brings it to people's attentions and stuff, and pulls more people in. So I think it's great when they do projects like this, because um, mm. it, you know, a lot of people discover it. So a do fun you think thing. you'd
0: be um, ever interested in licensing this kind of thing? So your design or your style to be put into a more um, mainstream version of the guitar, like a PRS do an SE version, which is the more affordable version, which I guess would need to be printed or transferred somehow? Is that something that would interest you?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, you know, th- we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, potentially, if they did an SE version I'd just be doing one design sorry yeah I'll be doing one design and they do a decal and print that yeah. one design do a run however yeah because I don't know how much the SE Tremontis cost but they're a lot cheaper right they're like under a grand are they or are they more
0: yeah I don't there's know. like yeah they're under a grand. yeah so they're affordable. With... they're affordable
3: <laughs> yeah But, I I mean, I've never actually held an SE, but if they did do one, i definitely just want one because I think I deserve to have a guitar in my studio. Absolutely. I feel
0: like I want one. Is is there an elephant in your building,
3: Joe? No, can you hear? You know what it is? It's typical. Um, The bloody fire people are here today, right? And they're just checking all the sprinklers in the building and they're starting to do some drilling. I actually saw them an hour ago and said, please keep it quiet for the next hour. But... Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Can you? Is it really loud? Oh no,
0: good, no it's, it's, it's it's all good. It's just yeah. I had to at least bring it to the attention. Yeah, that was uh, that wasn't me, show. by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I just you, so, just honestly, tattering yourself under the desk. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Are you in the studio, Joe, at the moment? Is that yeah. in the studio or? Yeah. Well, okay. this
3: is just the, my sort of clean work area and stuff. Yeah. All right. My reference so, do you books keep that and se- stuff like
1: separated that. from your home, or is that part of your of your home?
3: No, no, separated. So I, I, okay. I live in Santa Monica, right, which is on the west side of Los Angeles, by the sea, and um, my, my studio is about 20 minutes from my home. Yeah, I couldn't work at home. I need to, I need to get away. Yeah. And get away from my work sometimes, so it's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. I work at home it's, and it can, plus. it can change things.
3: Yeah, sometimes if you haven't got kids and stuff, but if you do have kids and you're trying to work, it's another distraction, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So let's stop in a minute. Sorry about that sound.
0: Not a problem, not a problem. So (laughs) the way that you answered my question about doing the more affordable PRS SEs I, I kind of feel like you've already had that discussion and I don't want you to go any further down this but the way you answered it you answered it in a way that Tom Holland has been answering the Spider-Man questions
3: <laughs> like, 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 like I said nothing nothing's been agreed I mean it's you know ideas have come up and stuff but we'll, we'll see what happens but I, I genuinely don't know at this point um, okay but it's possible it's possible yeah. if they're interested in doing it I'd, I'd be up for it yeah
0: Well, I guarantee that you would sell at least one to my friend Benji here in Austria. So that's one. (laughs) Um, And by by the laws of statistics, which I understand so much about, then there's probably thousands of others.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was the elephant in the room that we can hear at the moment. Um, When we when we when we put the guitars in the show as one of our picks of the week, everyone was was kind of well, that's super (laughs) cool. But that price tag, you know, so, uh, i could I could totally see a market for in this e version or maybe two or three different designs that you could pick from, like a v one v two v three something like that
3: hey listen, yeah exactly i mean it's yeah I'd i i of course i'd do it. it'd it be it'd be a fun thing to do but you know it's typical isn't it It's like I'm here every day of the year it's not you don't hear a mouse fart, and then suddenly I'm doing <laughs> this all right, and there's flipping elephants in the room i have got a i have got a very large dog behind me, my dog odie is oh wow <laughs> what kind he's of dog sleeping. is odie he's uh oh stupid he's a bernie doodle so bernie's with a poodle yeah they call bernie doodles it's just they mix anything with a poodle yeah
0: <laughs> i can odie. just see some fluff down there
3: you can't yeah. really see him odie odie <clicks> ah <laughs>
0: sweet he's sleeping yeah. what an look awesome yeah. at dog <laughs> cool. Um yeah, so as Floop do in the chat has just suggested, suggest everyone contact PRS about S E models with this artwork. And uh Dan, do you agree that that would sound like proverbial hotcakes?
1: Definitely, yeah. Actually I was I was thinking about tagging Beth and, and the other guys at PRS and so maybe they find some uh interest and in, in see the reactions from people from the show. Because as Joe already outlined, he's not you know there's not too much out there about you know his his art like with with Tremonti, apart from the official the official videos. So um, taking that opportunity to kind of get his perspective and a little bit more background knowledge, I think is just adding to the whole you know image and the whole story. Mm. So um, yeah, I, I give my thumbs up. I would buy one too. So just to add to my uh, my my 2001 Tremonti, one of the first ones would would be a good uh, sister to it.
3: Is that when, is that when, when his first signature guitar was, was it 2001? It's, yeah, it's one of the first ones with, that says uh, Mark Tremonti on
1: the 12th fret, and it's, it's all black, uh, natural binding, beautiful guitar. I think, uh, oh, wow, yeah. I mean, um, they they had a law, lawsuit against Gibson shortly after. I heard so they, something they, they, about they that, of, yeah. So they kind of put the, the single cut design on hiatus for a couple of years, but they won the the lawsuit oh. and... Like to me, it's, it's a gorgeous design. Like for a single cut manufacturer, I think it's one of the, the most like modernized, but still kind of classical designs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's why ultimately I ended up buying one, despite PRS not being my, my prime brand, but that was just a piece of art itself already. And uh, yeah, so it kind of seemed logical for, for, for Mark also to, to approach an artist and kind of, you know, even put the icing on on the cake of his guitar design and come up with the Fenton, the original Fenton. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's great. I mean, yeah, because I, I know there's a, like a, a hierarchy, but there's, there's Fender, Gibson, and PRS, which are they like the three biggest manufacturers? Would you say in the states? Guitars? In the states, yeah, definitely. Just in America, right? Yeah. Because I know yeah. from just talking to friends, family members, and stuff, you know, usually you're a you're in the Fender camp or the Gibson camp, or you hate PRS or you love PRS and you hate Fender. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. There's there's quite a lot of you know, Joe, you are
0: diving into call. some very strong politics there, because people are like very, <laughs> yeah. very strong, very strong opinions. It's it's almost uh, it's almost a very political world because we spend uh, it and is I'll, right. speak the, I'll speak for the entire guitar community. Now, as a majority, we spend too much time looking at our guitars and not enough time playing them. So yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, but, but people are passionate,
3: but, passionate about it. So that's a good thing. Fergie in
0: France. Um, Fergie pointed out something that I was going to bring up. Um, PRS need to do this with the SE because otherwise, someone else will just make a bad rip-off decal like the Kirk Hammett ones you get on eBay. Um, Yeah, I I think, and I'm I'm certainly not trying to influence anything. If if, even if I could, but um, if PRS does not do something in this vein, somebody else will. Um, Yeah. Because that's what happens. What, you mean, what?
3: Rip, rip, what rip off my design or, or do, yes. do, do, mm-hmm. do the? Yeah, yep. that's, that's a copyright issue, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, but those Chinese kind of companies—they don't really yeah. give a damn about. Yeah, me. you know what? I would find interesting to kind of to kind of combine the original artwork and kind of let that transition also into the neck and have some sort of intricate uh, inlays or something along, along those lines. Because at the moment, it's very still very pure Sy with the birds but imagine if you would have some of those flying eyes or some of the, yes! like, like the, you know that stuff in I in mean I would, cause I
3: mean that also it's funny you should say that Dan because I mean I haven't had I genuinely have not had a discussion with PRS about this but if you think about that was it the dragon that they did which is mm-hmm. the, yeah, correct. you know with this amazing ornate kind of mother of pearl design going up the neck and for me that's starting to border on sculpture right mm-hmm. in, in a funny way so I I'd, I'd love to do something like that because then it really is becoming like a jewel, isn't it? I mean, it's, they're they're yeah. amazing. Those things, the craftsmanship's incredible. I mean, it's, it's they're, they're beautiful. So yeah, I think you should, go, you should go. You should go both mean,
0: ways. You should do the 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 more affordable SE versions, but also go super nuts and do a super expensive one, as Dan said, with inlays based on your artwork, with sculpture. You could even sculpt like a, a headstock
3: as well. I right, you could go nuts, and I think I mean you could um, you could sculpt a yeah, whole. Yeah, you could sculpt a whole guitar. But I mean, again, I'm not knowing about guitars, because depending on what it's made of, and the finish on the guitar really affects the sound, right? The acoustics of the guitar. Mm -hmm. So yes, right. So if you were sculpting a guitar, I wouldn't obviously I don't sculpt like chiseling out of wood, it would have to be sculpted in clay and then cast into resin or some other material. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering how that would sound it would change the sound of the guitar. But people probably would be buying it as a collector's thing rather than something to play. But... Also, resin doesn't
1: really it doesn't really, you know, subtract too much from the tone because it's a very stiff material. And, and I mean, I work I work with Ibanez guitars on a daily basis and we have a couple like J custom resin guitars, too. And they usually do not just look well, but they are also very, very resin resonating. So it's not not something that would you know hold someone back from actually appreciating the tone of the guitar. I think that would be tremendous. No, res- resin, resin actually a
0: pretty good
3: move. Resonating, Sorry. Was it <laughs> was it Fender or Gibson that did like it was completely transparent? It looked like clear resin guitar that I saw well, that
1: somewhere. Be acrylic, right? Stuff like that. Was it acrylic? Yeah, acrylic resin. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's the Armstrong stuff. Um, but Fender no. do them. I mean, a lot of companies do them now. People also do them. Uh, there's a company called stone wolf guitars in the uk and he has uh epoxy resin that he puts things in so he has like a mold right. and then we'll put in like a lego figure or or you know <laughs> has a guitar with the dead fish in it or something or you some know, peppa pig
3: toys or something now we're yeah. talking now we're back
0: <laughs> also by the way someone someone recommended in the chat earlier that you could start off with a pink guitar and do the painting in the relief um does that make any yeah, sense yeah i mean-
3: Yeah, well, I mean, funnily enough, when we um, I was figuring out with Mark what you know how the the twenty guitars were going to look and stuff. I mean, initially we could have had any color we wanted, but I just thought to save time and the fact that I was doing twenty, I think just to have the same base color for all of them, it was just going to be more manageable for me. But we could have had a gold guitar, and I could have done gold leaf design on it. You could go to town with the stuff, right? But it's Mm. like. I think because I was doing so many of them, I, I'd still be doing it now and for yeah. the foreseeable fu- future if I was doing yeah. anything more elaborate. But it's you know who knows, man. I mean, you know, if they they were happy, I think they were happy with what I did, and mm. so uh, hopefully, yeah, there'll be some more projects. Be great. Yeah.
1: Have you have you ever seen the the uh, Tremonti Tribal?
3: Yes, I did see see that. That was something. That was a decal, right? He did. Uh, I got a feeling yeah. he said his brother did that design. Um, I'm not That's sure. I was.
1: I, I just yeah. came up with that because uh, this guitar. It was a very simplistic design. It had like a tribal on the on the bottom of the guitar and also on the headstock. But that was one. That, that was an SE, altered. right? No, no, that was like a full U.S. made one. Oh uh, right, five. okay. Yeah. Very small numbers, and but that had one where they even altered uh, like the design of the headstock, so it had some of those kind of tribal-ish, uh, you know, elements, and then the PRS logo. Uh, that was that was also very very early 2000s when that got released in limited numbers, and ah uh, oh yeah. So Jan says that was a design done by his brother.
3: Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, th- I thought I thought that's what he said. But I mean, I yeah. think PRS haven't really ventured too much into combining artwork with guitars, right? They've done a bit, and obviously they've done their dragons, and they have got the old musician. I can't remember that band or band from the seventies where they used some artwork from the album cover, the Scream or something. And then Santana, they just released one, didn't they, with some image on one of their yeah. guitars from one of his famous albums. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think guitar companies are also looking for ways to change things up a bit as well. Absolutely. Right? And find new Absolutely. ways of selling, selling the products. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, well, I'm who knows, guys,
0: I had no idea how tonight was going to go because it's a very different thing for us. But I'm very glad that we got the chance to talk to you. And I think that we've, at least I personally have arrived at a point where I think um, I'll say it again, that the PRS SEs would do very well but also some even more ornate stuff where you get to really go wild with some sculpture would be as a guitar lover and a, as a, a guitar is a piece of art, I would love to see that. Um, so yeah, I, I really hope that you and PRS do more together. And, and if you do so, I wish you well on it. I hope you'll come back to us and Dan and I get a small percentage of the, the sales. <laughs> I was about to say that,
3: definitely Dan. Dan was angling for a percentage though, I can see it. <laughs> oh yeah. But, uh, yeah.
1: It, was, it was a blast, uh, Joe. I hope that at some point we get a chance to talk to you again maybe when you come up with the 25th anniversary or 30th anniversary or any other crazy design. Please keep us in the loop about everything whatever, whatever you do not just in the guitar realm but also with other activities, like you said, you do sculpture things. I think you also um, design some sort of coins. Is that right?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've, I did. I've got some videos and stuff of stuff that I've made because often I film yeah. film stuff when I'm yeah. working on it. So yeah, you can check it out. So we're, um, yeah, we
1: made we made but, sure that everyone is aware of your web website and also YouTube channel. So I hope, uh, a lot more people are now uh, aware of the great art that you that you produce. Uh, yeah. It was a great episode. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thanks and, both uh, of you for
3: having me. Yeah. I forget it's nighttime with you guys, right? It's late. Yeah. It's yep. like
1: 10 to 15, right?
3: Yeah, yeah it's late, so, late, uh... late for me. I'm a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to start thinking no,
0: about, about going to bed.
3: Well, listen, and also, I love your, just quickly, I love your Christmas decoration, and I think you should have used real hair.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Sj is in. Sj was the one that asked about the what type of paint you used. She's the one that created this. Um, yeah. Well, I think I think there. It's a beautiful. I think they're, be- I, I think they're thing. so good. They're so good. It's stunning. All, all I did was provide the face and the hair. Well, I did yeah, well, Not actually well. the hair, but um. <laughs> hang on. Didn't I say last week that if it went above a certain price, I was going to send a lock of hair with it? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> did we reach that price? How much did I it? Would say
2: What's what the charity?
0: Said, uh, Sands, the um, stillbirth and neonatal death in, uh, uh, for support for children and, and parents and families of oh, wow. babies that didn't quite make it. Um, there are four made, and I'm, I'm keeping one because I have to. <laughs> um, there's one that's been bought by Henning. That sold for 100 euros. The one on eBay went for 62 pounds, I think. Um, and there's one left, which we're going to do with just giving, which people can um, donate one euro, one pound, we haven't sort of sorted out the currency, and you get one ticket or 10 and you get 10 tickets. And then we'll raffle off with all those all those numbers in somehow. Next week. I Fantastic. Uh, I'll have to get someone to figure out how to do that someone cleverer <laughs> than me. But yeah, <laughs> um, thank you. Yeah. And SJ is also an amazing artist. But um, as Dan said, I wish you all the best, and we wish you, you the best too, as, as a collective. Oh, Odie's back! Let's just say goodbye to Odie. There he is.
2: Hey. Hey,
0: <laughs> that's
1: animals <laughs> at the end, right? Is there a better way the close to close an episode? <laughs> that's hey, Odie, oh,
3: be, I better take him out to do his. Uh, anyway, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, guys. Literally, I really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, happy Christmas, man.
2: Yeah take, you, yeah take care maybe again yeah take care bye thanks okay bye. Bye. cheers
0: joe bye yeah so dan that um great. what a what a different and wonderful person to talk to absolutely yeah, yeah. you could immediately tell wait, when we re-
1: reached out to him that was like three weeks ago i was like skeptical if he would say yes but mm. uh he mm. was super nice already on like chatting on instagram and uh didn't even underline how 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 much of a nice person he is and amazing artist i love that i Good. love that I, w- I would have that in my house everywhere ah we didn't we didn't have the chance to ask if if mark has a lot of his artwork in his house but i would i would assume so
0: well we'll have to get mark on the show then i suppose just for that one question
1: <laughs> wow that would be interesting interesting episode it would for it sure. would
0: Uh, Dan, will you ask the people in the audio world to give us five stars, please?
1: Absolutely. Uh, But firstly, let me say I'm very sorry that it was a very uh, uh, visual-centered episode. So um, I highly recommend to check out our Instagram. I'll ask PRS for permission to repost uh, the images of Joe's artwork. So you can check it out there. Um, of course, make sure to subscribe to Andy's channel. And if you have a smartphone, make sure to check out the Guitar Stories podcast on iTunes or Spotify. We're currently uh, listened to in more than 22 countries, but still could use some help with uh, some uh, five-star ratings on iTunes. So grab your little smartphone or your mom's phone or your dad's phone or your dog's phone and give us a or five-star ma- rating. Or Mark from nice phone. phone or Mark Tremonti's phone or Miles Kennedy's phone you know if, if you're on tour and Miles is sitting next to you just grab his phone sure. and you know just grab his phone leave us a nice common five star rating there um, yeah apart from that this was episode 57 another blast thanks Andy for your time
2: yeah and you're welcome yeah yeah well I, I could yeah. be
0: upstairs watching Get Back on my new home cinema system and instead I decided to hang out with you lot so that's, that's how much I love this show. Awesome. Well, then um, I suppose we see
1: each other next week. Yes. Perfecto Perfecto De Castro.
0: Yes. Uh, next, yes. Oh, news. Uh is actually going to be joining us from the beginning of the show next week. And Dan yes. will be joining us slightly later because he's off on some fancy do. Is that right? Some fancy yep. business, business dinner. thing. Mm, a business dinner. <laughs> maybe maybe, okay, maybe
1: I'm back in time. Maybe I'm back on time, but you never know. So uh, just to make sure that we have like at least uh, two people talking gear, Perfecto will join us from the very beginning. And if it will be from the three of us from the very beginning, even better,
0: right? Absolutely. Three three is a magic number. Yep. All right. So Dan is technically the guest, Sarang. Yes, he is. And on that note, I wish you all well. I will see you next week. <laughs> and I'll see you, Dan, on WhatsApp in a little bit. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. bye alright <laughs> bye